oils and ghouls. Turn out the lights. And keep the popcorn coming. Because it's time for another episode of Fright Fights Podcast. Fright Fights, Fights Podcast. Get ready for your gore gang. Tyler Cavett, Chris Lax, and Mike McKinney tackling horror news, reviews, and fight for their survival. Coming to you from the Fright Fights Fear Lodge. Get ready to sink your fangs into a battle that will make your blood run cold. This is Fright Fights. Is Fright Fights. I shot him six times. I shot him in the heart. He's not human. Universal Pictures presents Halloween 2. More of the night he came home. Who is it? There was nothing within him, neither conscience nor reason that wasn't even remotely human. This is some kind of a joke. I've been trick-or-treated to death tonight. You don't know what death is. Janet, go tell Mr. Garrett we're having trouble with the phones. There is no place to hide. He will always find you. What's this? It's a Celtic word. It means the Lord of the Dead. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Fright Fights Podcast. Um, this week, Chris is on vacation, so it is me and Mike holding down the fort. How's it going, Mike? How's it going? Um, we <laughs> finally got what we wanted. Chris Lax is gone. <laughs> <laughs> We've been waiting for that day, and now it's just me and you, bud. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> he just pops in here and just says, guys, I've been here all along. I've heard you guys shit talk. <laughs> no, nah, man, we miss him, but... Uh... We got a good episode coming along, so yeah, well, we we can we can envy him because he's actually on vacation. So we're over here doing his work for him, <laughs> just do, doing doing the hard man's work. You know, uh, <laughs> old Lax is just enjoying vacation, and uh, we're stuck at home, so doing doing the work. But uh, but I you know what? It. The best way. So every once in a while, and I know this happens to you, Mike. Um, I'll just be walking around the house, and obviously we watch so many horror movies, but halloween i always get a weird hankering to watch halloween so we thought it would be fun to watch mike's favorite mike what are we watching which one is it resurrection halloween oh oh my god i mean that's top of the top but no (laughs) uh the original halloween 2 so um it's in my opinion the best halloween uh hands down I feel like it's darker. I feel like it is the Michael Myers is more of a stalker creeper creeper. 
Um, and I just, I mean, it's two thumbs up to me. Best Halloween in the whole franchise. Uh, doesn't matter what timeline you go with. This is the best one. And just like we're just like you were saying, the original one, we're not talking about the Rob Zombie because that would be an absolute blasphemy against the actual franchise because that was probably bottom three of the entire series. I agree. I, I will agree. That's down there with Resurrection. Um, God, that's a bad one. That's a terrible <laughs> one. <laughs> it's just like that actually that's ruined bad. our night even bringing it up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, the show's over now. Good job, Ty. I'm done. Uh, <laughs> I mean, nothing can go as bad as Resurrection, honestly, though. <laughs> that is just the bottom of the bottom. The worst mask. I uh, I feel like they, at, in, at that time frame, though, with um, the, uh, like, what they were trying to do with the movie was a good step, but I just felt like the plot just did not come out right. I don't know if it was the producer or just the actors and actresses, everything was just bad. Everything was just terrible. Oh, I yeah. just, I, I wish that never happened. And it just ended with H2O. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, <laughs> but we, but you know what? We have a pretty good little trilogy that just came out recently. So I am very glad about that one. Yes. So yeah. What we'll do is, we the one thing is, is we picked a Halloween film that's not on any streaming services. So if we think about it, Halloween two, yeah. it's been on so many different streaming services. And I actually text Mike and I'm like, you know, if somebody's actually listening along to our commentary and we're all having a great time here, how can we access this? So you can't check Shutter because it's not on there anymore. Netflix doesn't have it on there anymore. So y'all, oh. I hope you have the Blu-ray or DVD. And if you do have the Blu-ray or DVD. Make sure you're putting in the original cut because we're watching the original theatrical cut. The TV cut does have completely different scenes at times, so you will be completely lost if you're watching this with us and watching the TV cut. We're actually watching Halloween Resurrections and just telling you guys it's Halloween too. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, strap in. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. So, what we'll do is, I think we, I'm pretty sure me and Mike has it paused at the the same moment. So, I'll count us down from like three. And whenever I hit one, we'll go ahead and all press play. And if you're at home and you're listening along and you want to be playing Halloween 2 in the background of the podcast and hang out with us for about an hour and a half, then as soon as I hit one, go ahead and press play just after the Universal logo is where we're going to start. It comes up and it says Hattonfield, Illinois. So are you ready? Let's do it. All right. All right. All right. All right. Oh, there's that Matthew coming out. Here we go. <laughs> we're actually doing a commentary with Matthew McConaughey today, guys. That's in a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but he's going to be the shape in the next one, actually. <laughs> all right. Here we go. And three, two, one. Here we go. All right. So right now on my screen, October 31st, 1978. Oh, shit. We're already off, Mike. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, no. We're good, guys. It's good. All right. We're good. We're just about to <laughs> three seconds keep off. Going. <laughs> so originally, this was supposed to be just one long film. It, correct me if I'm wrong, Tyler. 
from one to two. So it's the same night. And I think the second half of the this night is the most iconic. How, well, this is what made Michael Myers, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So the way I remember reading about this back whenever I was really, really just not getting into horror. Um, Halloween was probably like the second franchise that I had ever watched. So I remember watching Halloween and Halloween too, because they go really hand in hand and you can mm-hmm. almost watch them as a perfect double feature. But one thing about it, besides this beautiful iconic opening that really is a trademark of the franchise is the fact that Halloween two was initially supposed to be, taking place i think about three years after the original events and it is it's i mean they didn't make this until 1981 so to know this like difference of like 1978 to 1981 i know that laurie strode was supposedly supposed to be going to college whenever the shape returns and that was going to be the big plot point but um i do really dig the idea of michael in the hospital so i i I love that storyline it's a perfect setting for it and I'm really like, I think that the, the two films, like I said, just work as one cohesive type of film. And this was supposed to be it. Like the, this was supposed to be the end of Michael Myers for sure. And there was never. Yeah. Going- no. Uh, yeah. So like, obviously toward, at the very end of, you know, I'm not going to try to fast forward, but I think we've all seen the movie. So we kind of know how it ends, but I feel like what you said, you know, this was supposed to be the end of of Michael Myers. So, you know, he at, at the hospital scene, you know, he gets shot in the eyes, both eyes, which is like epic aim by Laurie Strode to shoot him in both eyes. <laughs> but <laughs> yes. um, and then uh, but still, um, I feel like that was supposed to be the end. And obviously the, the franchise or, you know, Halloween just made so much money. They had to bring him back. And, um, to me, I felt like if they would have, if it would have ended with this Halloween, you know, would have been more impactful or should, should they have done what they've done? You know, Halloween three, which didn't have Michael Myers in it. And then Halloween four, which was not a bad Halloween. I enjoyed it, but I, I, to me, in my opinion, I would have been okay with them ending it here and then maybe doing a reboot from as they're doing now. But, I feel like they should have stopped the Halloween franchise or Halloween on Halloween two, and then maybe went off in a different direction. I mean, I think that a lot of people at the time really did not like the idea of Halloween three being completely different in the end of the Laurie Strode, um, Michael Myers saga already. Um, and that's why we obviously have, you know, the shape is back, but the thing is, is like, I mean, it's just such an iconic, look at this point that people were begging for two and i know that like like john carpenter didn't even want to make two yeah i remember that yeah he was like i I forgot what the quote was but he i knew he was always talking like just to get through the writing process he would crack open like a six pack of beer and just to like get through the writing and he was like you know the one good thing about the halloween franchise for me is that every time they make a new one i open my hand and then a check lands and that's why I love Halloween. And I'm like, you know, the guy really does not, he, he does not like the H word. I know if you meet him, 
the guy just like wants to talk mostly about baseball at this point. He's just, he'll talk about <laughs> baseball, but if you mention the H word, he'll immediately just like, you know, not be too interested. He'll be like, Oh, thank you. Thank you for, you know, watching it or whatever. But at this point it's his entire persona. We have Halloween, we have the thing, but he's mostly known for, for this. And I'm pretty sure this was, this was the lot. He did write this one with Deborah Hill. Yeah. Which. Yeah. Fantastic. I mean, that's, I think it's why it really does act as one cohesive story. And the POV shot um, from the first one as the opening scene, the second one kept the POV shot, but I really think that this POV shot was almost better. Even it could just, it's so, cause you already know what to expect. He's already. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, I think what really stands out on Halloween two which they kept the same, the same atmosphere, the same feel, but it's almost kind of like, obviously stage two, but it's darker. It's darker than the Halloween one, the original. You know, you have Michael Myers is more of the the stalker in this. You know, he he walks, he he he's basically walking through town, stalks her at the hospital. I feel like this is just a darker image of of how psychotic how crazy how obsessive he is uh, to to go after laurie strode and um i think you know some of the some of the camera shots in this to be back how long i mean when it when this film was shot was just done very well and um definitely have to commend just the just the overall movie of how well it was shot and um the acting in it you know in a low budget film but it was just done very well. I mean, it's it's what it is today. It's it's a masterpiece in my mind. Well, I mean, yeah, and the big thing is, is you don't really have to have a large budget um, to top the first one because it was, I think, around three hundred some thousand dollars. When you have low. something that low, this was considered almost compared to that. I think high budget. I'm not sure the budget on Halloween too, but these scenes coming up in a minute, you know what's coming too, Mike you kind of see that they had a lot more money to work with and it's yeah. still a low budget film. So that kind of says a lot about the first, but um, I mean, it really does have a little bit more like Hollywood quality, I guess you would say from it. It's had three years of age on it as well. And slashers had been formulated. So obviously Halloween's kind of known as the first um, major slasher film that came out by the time this one was made. Slashers were kind of like, they were they gained a lot of momentum in those three years, so it's really yeah formulaic if you look at it. And this one's kind of calculated a little bit more, where before it was almost like experimental. It was kind of like you know, being like the the original title was called the babysitter the babysitter murders, murders uh, yeah. It kind of had this almost quality that was not even slasher, and the first one while it was being considered like the first like when you know one of the first slashers of all time. Oh, there he goes. I don't know where you are, but my mind, Michael just pops out at this point. I don't know if we're so, no. Where are you at right now? The um cops just arrived. At the okay, house. so he, Michael Myers is like walking down the alley, kind of going through um a like down the side of the house, first first person view, like out of his eyes. He's about to walk into the kitchen and i think this he's watching the woman fix the sandwich right now 
Love that scene. Dude, I think this this scene coming up though, when she goes into the living room to um I think it's ask her husband a question. Yeah. He's asleep and he's about to pop in the back door right here into the kitchen. I think this is one of the most epic and iconic scenes in Mike in, in Halloween franchise. I mean how the I think this this mask in this Halloween is by far the best as well. Have the second mask. And yeah, didn't they um I'm not Is I, it called is it Warlock? Is it the Warlock mask? Yeah, what is Dick Warlock? And a yeah. little trivia about um Dick Warlock is that he is the shortest shape. Um that's some interesting information. But if you see him he looks almost the same height as um oh my god Ooh. um Nick right there dude yeah yes there yep. is great movie on right there watching <laughs> yes the um i love the fact that in a lot of carpenter movies they also like in the first halloween they were watching the thing from another world which is awesome so i do love how Carpenter kind of incorporates, I'm assuming, his homages to things that he loved as well. So now he is walking, and he's already got the knife. He's walking in in front of the yard. I think he pops into this, yeah, he's about to pop in this one house, going out back, and right here, walking down the side, ladies yelling out, the younger chicks yelling out, yelling out the back door here. And he's just kind of standing there. And like, there we go. Creeper, you know, <laughs> status in full-fledged. <laughs> that, dude, that's just kind of still, even I've seen this a million times, still gives me goosebumps. Well, you know, I have to say, like, whenever I, I don't think I've ever said this out loud before, but when I think about Halloween, for some reason, I do think of the second one, because as a kid, I don't know what it was, but this entire opening 10-minute montage scene of Michael kind of stalking the house, that always comes to mind first when I think of Halloween. I don't know if it's because I saw Halloween 2 before Halloween 1. I can't necessarily yeah. remember what order I watched them in, but there's just something about, you know... Sorry, I... stuff is happening. <laughs> I'm just oh, God. <laughs> I think it's just more, more happens in the second one. You know, there's, there's, it's, it's more of a consistent pace. Um, you know, the first one, you know, like right now he's walking in the door when she's on the phone and it's just, it's creepy, man. The way he moves in this one. But yeah, as we were saying it, this is, yes, this is Dick Warlock's, um, shape and i think that they use the same mask is is do they use the same mask from the first one i mean i'm assuming they they more than likely would but... well, no, i don't think they use the same i think they use like the same um kirk like captain kirk mask i don't think it was kirk. the same exact one i think they doctored this one up as well if i'm it, not mistaken first kill I think when I first saw this, God, I was probably, I don't even think I was 10 years old yet. I mean, maybe. No, I don't think I was. I, yeah, I definitely wasn't. And I remember watching this with my dad, and this frightened me, like more than Halloween, the original. This one frightened me 
so much more because I feel like the kills in this one are more dramatic, um, more bloody, more gory, you know. Um, but I just remember being a young kid and this frightened me. But at the same time, this made me fall in love with the shape, you know. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's definitely one of those films that I think a lot of horror, like lifetime long horror fans discover at a very young age. And it's kind of one of those things that always stick with you no matter what. And as much as you can like fall in love with horror, the more and more um, you'll always remember, you know, you always remember your first. You remember your first Halloween too. (laughs) (laughs) Halloween too, man. But in all the positive, I have to say about this movie, there are some, as in most movies, there are some flaws. Um, I will just go ahead and, you know, fast forward a little bit, not phys- not literally, but um, the scene with the trick-or-treaters um, where uh, they think it's Michael Myers, and I can't think of the kid's name uh, that gets hit by the car. He gets chased out of the middle of the road, gets hit by the car. Dr. Loomis is trying to shoot at him, thinking he's Michael Myers, and um, car hits him, and car catches on fire, and the kid dies, like, like I mean, what the hell? Like <laughs> Loomis never got arrested for this. Loomis never got you know questioned about this. He scared the shit out of this kid, pointed a gun at him, and the kid was scared shitless and got hit by a speeding car, and, and then, then died. The kid died, and, bl- and then and blew died. up. It, bl- it literally it blew, blew up. up. <laughs> like no one wants to. Like everybody's ignoring the fact that. We must kill an innocent kid. Scared the shit out of him. <laughs> totally, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, like we were talking about before too, it's like Loomis will always get a pass in Halloween, no matter what. <laughs> it's just yeah, like... um, it's uh, it's obvious he will not be uh, he will not be held accountable for the things that he does. <laughs> Here's Laurie Strode on my screen. You're there, right? Are you there yet? Yeah, I'm. Uh, they're pulling up to the hospital right now. In the ambulance. Awesome. Okay. I'm just like 10 seconds ahead of you. I'm going to stop it for just a second to get caught up to you. But, um, getting pulled out of the ambulance right now. Sweet. They just entered the doors with her. So I paused it right there. So I'll wait for you for a couple seconds. But I want to say that, you know, Laurie Strode wasn't necessarily getting a lot of screen time in the second one. So for any hater out there who's sad to see, the Laurie Strode story come to an end, which is kind of, you know, it's been going on guys for 45 years now. So, yeah. I mean, it, it has to come to an end eventually. And the fact that it is, you have to always remember back to Halloween too, where she was only in it for 20 minutes. Unless you have the TV cut, Mike. And then she's in there. Right. She, a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at this hospital set up very well. I mean, God, flashback in the 80s. So the doctor here, you know, I mean, is he drunk? Just got some coffee? I don't know, but (laughs) (laughs) no. um, What what the over the thing about this movie though is it's it's just done it's just done so well, and I and I know I've said that a lot, but. 
to be such an older movie, I'm, I mean, what is this? This is 40 some years old, this movie? Yeah. Like, what, 40, 43, 40, I mean, however old this movie is. But still watching this movie, it's frightening. It, it, uh, it can be cheesy if a younger generation's watching this now, and I can see that. But still, to me, this movie's frightening. Well, yeah, I mean, like it, it was. And it, uh, the thing is, is like it really pioneered some of the the films that we had later in the eighties that we we know and love. So really, we owe some to Halloween too as well. <laughs> there will always be that. Yeah, They're about to knock her out now. See, Laurie Strode um, in the first one did have the shorter hair, um, and in the second one, I know that her hair. Should have like I, 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 well, see, it was longer, and I think that it's was all it? with a wig. They made her wear. It, a is wig. it a wig? Because wait, so after Halloween one, didn't Jamie Lee Curtis go and play the Fog, or was the Fog after Halloween two? Wasn't she in between? Wasn't like Halloween the Fog and then Halloween two? So or did I have that backwards? Yeah, so well, so it was Halloween's nineteen seventy eight, and then Jamie Lee Curtis does The Fog, nineteen eighty, yep. and, and then eighty one for Halloween two. Yeah, yeah, and then but the thing is, is I don't think she she really didn't get to work much with John Carpenter because while he did have a lot to do with Halloween two involvement in terms of writing it, he didn't direct, which was, I mean. John Carpenter obviously has a lot to do with the entire franchise. He's been the executive producer for like, you know, 45 years of all of them that's come out. But at the end of the day, if you think about it, um, he's really not, he's, he's really distant from Halloween at this point. Yeah. All right. Poor innocent kid. Here we go. About to get killed. And just wants to get how many is candy. Old Loomis. There it comes. Michael. Uh, <laughs> Boom! Killed kid killed, bro. I'm I'm serious, though. It really you can kind of sort of tell that that's definitely not Michael Myers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, like, and here's Loomis. He's like, oh shit, I was wrong. I shot wrong. him six times. <laughs> <laughs> the candy, the candy's melting. Dude, this is like right now. He knows hand to the head, forehead. He knows he fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> he knows he messed up, man. Oh man. Okay, so now he just found out that daughter's been murdered. So. Pretty awesome scene there, though. Even though the dummy, the body was on fire, this kid just got a piece of metal taken out of his mouth. Whoops! So, all right, in in this one, what's your favorite kill? Let's go with that. What's your favorite kill in Halloween Two? I'm not sure. I really, really, really dig. I don't know how to say this. There is just so much 
to love about every single kill. Oh, I, I, dude, <laughs> I, I get it. I mean, honestly, we could have a show on like the just the Halloween franchise using all the Halloweens like your favorite kill. Probably the most epic kill, in my opinion. It's not even with two in all the Halloweens. Uh, uh, what is it? Halloween. So you got four, five, six. The stepdad down the basement, down the uh, um, down the basement of his house. Michael Myers like electrocutes him, and his body just blows up. Do you yeah. remember that? Oh so yeah, that's, that's one. That's one of the top of the top. But then again, you have obviously the hot tub scene here, which is pretty like you know monumental on Halloween too. It's memorable. Um. That's probably then, honestly, I was really between. Um, they're all great, but the thing is, is I'm like really between two, and it's either the Ben Tramer um, car mm. crashing with the blow up, the the, the giant Bill. Neck. That's his name. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> um, the hot tub scenes definitely one that I will always remember, and it, it honestly that's probably the most memorable like five minutes of the because it's it is kind of goofy at the same time yeah she like kind of kisses on his fingers <laughs> like you know his fingers got to taste bad because that dude is not probably showered he's been bloodied hand and she's kissing on him that, yeah. what does that make her that that makes her like i mean i cannot say what that makes her here on the film but uh just dirty <laughs> um but then again, you also have the kill with the nurse in the hospital. Uh, doesn't like what's his name? Uh, I can't think of the uh, paramedic. He runs in and he slips on the blood, and like he falls back and, and like he's going to check on Jamie, and he slips, and he falls into some blood. I think it's coming up. It's, it, well, it's kind of mid mid movie, but that's a pretty epic kill, where he's like the the nurse's blood's like just drained and it's like on the floor. I'm thinking right. I think it's in this one. So he just found out his daughter died. Yeah, let's I'll wait for it. Oh, there, no, there goes the eyes. I mean, to me as a father, I'd probably be freaking out more. He's my child just died. Calm. A little, <laughs> a little suspiciously calm. Yeah, like right. Like, why are you okay with this? <laughs> So, you know, this cop right here just looks like a younger cop from, was it, Halloween 4, when he goes to the police station. It's similar, very, very similar in the way they look. It's the 80s, bro. Oh, man, that's 80s haircuts. There's something about whenever the cops are around Loomis, they all kind of start sounding like him at the end. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> you let him die! You, you let him die. That wasn't Loomis then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Loomis, though, man. GQ. <laughs> G, just GQ, dude. Before GQ was a thing. <laughs> so, epic scene right here. You know, everybody's walking around Halloween. Mayhem is going on. Then you have Michael Myers creeping. 
And I think this scene coming up where he's just kind of like walking, uh, how trick or treater about walks into him, and the dude's just chilling, just like walking the streets. I, you know, I really do love this the scene as well because it does have this. It feels like fall. They really created yeah. fall very well in the middle of you know just outside of LA, and you can see the leaves. You can see the the front displays. You know, like the front displays um from the windows are always mm-hmm. they're iconic from like the eighties and nineties when it comes to like Halloween. And there's something very like it's weird to say, but it's like nostalgic almost because if you can remember like all like the Halloween specials you'd see anywhere from like Disney and outside of Disney and everywhere, they would all have these like Halloween, like front displays and like the, you don't know what I'm like the TV specials. Yeah. And no. Oh yeah. It dude. Gives that really like true Midwestern feel, which I love. It does. It does, man. And it's just like, I love how they use, like you're you're almost looking through the eyes of Michael Myers through this movie uh, on a lot of on a lot of scenes, like like for example right here, and about bumps into this kid, boom, and like dude, this is creepy. The music, perfect timing, probably the best you know music and horror in my opinion. Um, and how he's just casually walking down the street. Love it, and I I think the the like the placement of the camera usage like you can see him walking it's kind of like a close creep step right behind him shot really well how he kind of dodge like you know dodges behind the tree a little bit so the cops don't seem and you know the the moment the piano kicks in there whenever. He starts walking, you kind of get that behind the scene, like point of view shot from him. And you kind of see the world from his perspective. That sound that kicks in, it does sound very reminiscent of John Carpenter, but it does have other roots. And it's very interesting because I think where John Carpenter nearly wasn't involved, they did hire somebody else to do the music for this. So it's um actually who who did this was um Alan Howarth. I I'm always bad with pronouncing his last name, but um, he actually took John Carpenter's original score and added these like extra sounds to it to make it kind of sound a little different. But you still hear that, you know, this the yeah. original sound of John Carpenter. But I think it's really interesting because it does have that very like 80s kind of like extra like little synthesizer to it now. Yeah, it, it's definitely, like you said, very iconic. Michael I mean, Myers looks cross-eyed whenever he looks through that in the mirror. In the in mirror, mirror. <laughs> I've always it always cracks me up. <laughs> but still, though, how creepy is that? Like, it's the perfect placement of of shooting this film. Like, that was a great shot. Like, you can see his <laughs> his face in the in the mirror, and just. But yes, he does look cross-eyed. <laughs> this poor, this poor schmuck. The, uh, yeah, the he's, uh, been, he's been through uh, it. Oh, and right here, creepy, walking through like on the security cam. You know, I felt like they used this scene here, and this police officer kind of like in in resurrection. Remember the remember the guard there? He was on the security camera, and he was walking around the insane asylum where Lori Strode was placed. Um, 
I think they kind of took this that feature there that that part of this film, one of the original Halloween, and used that in Resurrection. Not bringing Resurrection in this movie because that's the one of the probably the worst Halloween movie there is, in my opinion. But it's actually it, kind of funny because we've I think we've mentioned the word Halloween Resurrection over like thirty times, and we're like, it's the worst one. We're like, yeah, it's remember back it's to so Halloween bad. It's so bad. It's just like you have to talk about it. Yeah, I think our next one's definitely going to have to be commentating over Halloween Resurrection. We should really do that. Yeah, well, because if we have to sit through it, then everyone else should too. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Well, okay, here's a, here's a good one, though. What's worse, Resurrection or Rob Zombie Halloween 2? Oh, man, that's... I have to go Resurrection. I'm sorry. I hate... I mean... Don't get me wrong. I really don't like what the well, I don't like what Rob Zombie did with his version of Halloween because obviously when you look at the shape, he's supposed to be this force of evil, this you know darkness, and yep. we can't really be sympathetic towards a villain like that. So when you watch Rob Zombie's Halloween, Halloween Two, you kind of hear like, oh well, he was you know misunderstood. He was a you know his bullied. He was you know he was kind of like usually like a disturbed kid, and I really don't like kind of having that sympathetic kind of vibe going whenever you are supposed to be dealing with the force of evil. I do appreciate his different viewpoint on that character and take on it, but it's just, it's, it's not my shape, you know? Yeah. Same here. I mean, like I, my shape is not a homeless bum. You know, it's, just, it's not, you know, my shape is like creepy, you know, you know, uh, frightening. We don't um, really know much about him. We just know. You yeah. Know, he, and and you, that's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing that makes Michael Myers even like scarier. Like it's it more intense. Like you don't know, you don't know the full story. What made him crazy? We don't need a detail. We don't need a breakdown. He's just yeah. he's a murderer. That's all we need to know. Plain and simple. And that's great because it really makes the the kills more effective because whenever you look at a character that's you know you're developing you know a protagonist character or a final girl and you you get to know their family you get to know their friends you get to know their daily life where they go what they do and you kind of become almost connected and you really start feeling for them more and whenever you have a killer that's like oh well they're misunderstood at the end of that you're like well you know what side am i rooting for here but with michael yeah. myers it's very clear he is the enemy you know what i mean like it's it's he is a force of evil we don't really necessarily feel sorry for michael anymore exactly and that and really works again, I, I i love how they use, I, I love how they put the camera as you are michael myers oh, like yeah, they're he, he's in the nursery you know just kind of like trying to make his next move, trying to not let have, have any anybody see him. But you know what? Here's what's interesting to me, dude. The nursery. This is something very interesting. I'm glad you bring this up. Michael Myers goes to the nursery. The babies can't scream because they don't know he's like a, you know, a villain. So yeah. it kind of does have that annotation to it. That's why didn't he pick up a baby and kill it? And I think well, that, but you know what? I do think that the reason is like whenever you're watching this as a viewer, you're like, oh, my God, Michael Myers is now in the nursery with the babies yeah. by himself. They're probably, you know, he could just snap their neck and no one would even know. But he doesn't. But I think that what makes it so interesting is the audience is waiting for it and it never comes. But I, you, you wonder, you know, what I mean, it's almost like an impulsive, intrusive thought. It's 
it's definitely something that makes you like wonder why or is that the side of what in as making this movie or making this this man this figure the shape is this bringing him to kind of like a a a a action an actual human a physical human because does he care you know why is because he's had opportunities to kill children he just walked through a town that he could have killed multiple smaller kids or babies and he didn't he passed on he passed up on him. So that kind of makes you feel like he does have some sense of, you know, feelings or is it more of a direct focus and, and, and obsession going straight for Lori? Like he, like, you know, he has no interest of just uh, basically whoever's trying to protect Lori is who he's going to kill to get to Lori. And the babies aren't like a harm. You know what I mean? Like the children aren't really in his way. Oh yeah, I mean absolutely. And I do think that's I think that's why the they chose to do that was because, you know, Michael Myers isn't necessarily when he first gets to the hospital, he doesn't kill anyone because I think what he's trying to do is see is Laurie there. Mm-hmm. And once he could confirm that, then you know, that's when hell breaks loose at that point. But but I did I just I just looked up because it was actually on my mind. Um and yes, it is the same mask. I knew it was either I knew it was either a, like a, a Captain Kirk mask or it was a reused one or something. But this was yeah. the exact same mask from the first one. They had just upcycled it, a like modified version. So I, I love what they did with it. Oh yeah, it looks great because it's it's amazing. I mean, it really is. Oh yeah, I, I definitely love what they did with mask. it. And I think that the newer Halloweens, the one thing you can say about them is they age that mask beautifully and that looks so good. But honestly, Halloween 2's mask, guys, we can't be sleeping on it. It's pretty good. Yeah, I, I think Halloween 2's mask is is definitely top one, two. Um, but I will agree, the newer Halloweens, I thought they used the mask and the aging in the mask very well. Now, by far... The worst mask could be the CGI um, on H2O there when uh, um, they were at the university and the one dude went to get some food. Uh, You know how the kids stayed back. They didn't go on their ski trip or their their hiking trip, wherever they were going to go. Forgot where they're going. But um, the kid goes to reach. He dropped. I think it was like the something down in the sink and he was reaching in. And he turned around, he bumped into Michael Myers, and it was like, it, the mask was fake. It was like enhanced by, it, it wasn't like an actual mask. I thought that was terribly done. And, uh, you know, a big, a big hit negatively on, on, on just the name of Halloween movies. Uh, I wish they didn't do that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And the, the, the scene right here, I'm just... I, I really get into the scene around the dumpster area because Creepy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it's also kind of weird because it's a hospital. So obviously it's probably like kind of busy in that area. So I have to give it some flack a little bit. I'm like, you know, this hospital is a little too dead. <laughs> it's a little too yeah. quiet. Yeah. Are there any other patients in this hospital besides like, you know, maybe a couple, <laughs> just a handful. Yeah. And in a very dark hospital, like like lighting wise, like 
I get it. It's it's a horror movie, but there's no one around, like you mentioned. There's no lights. There's maybe five employees in the whole hospital, and uh, four patients, and four of those are children. From the I mean, nursery. hell, they're in the hot tub. <laughs> they're just having a great time. They don't have patients to care for, Mike. Man. <laughs> Michael Myers is on loose. They're just gonna, you know, go down lots of having a good night. And like, I feel sorry for this guy because he is physically not in good enough condition to be a security guard. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this guy going to do? He's like one of the rent cops. He's just over there. He is he just is there to staff Paul, it. Paul Blart, Mall Cop, <laughs> <laughs> the original one. The original. <laughs> the original. This poor schmuck. He is just. I can't about remember game. if the scene made me jump initially. I, I there was one scene that always like really made me nervous in this as a kid at least. I've watched so many times now it doesn't really get me anymore. But I think it was this scene if I'm not mistaken. And obviously the hot tub scene does make you like when you see the temperature rising, you're like oh god oh god. And yeah, I always like ask myself I'm like how hot could I probably withstand before I would die? I don't. Know, I always ask that. I don't know. Well, you know, talking about the hot tub scene, so it was obviously so unbearably hot where it was melting the skin off the chick. But, like, Michael Myers' hand is in the water. And, like, when he pulls it out, like, there's no harm done to his hand. Mm -hmm. So, like, one of those little kind of bloopers, or not bloopers, but questionable calls in a movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, there are definitely some moments in this where you're like, huh, was that a mistake? And there certainly are a lot in the original Halloween. I think this one's, I think this production wasn't quite as plagued as the original Halloween, but I know that they had a lot of different moments that kind of snuck in to that original one. Yeah. This one just kind of like really, this is the moment where, I think that it makes complete sense why this could be your favorite too. Um, because I think that this one's like, you know, you've watched the first one. We get who Michael Myers is. You see the structure, you kind of know how it's set up. And then this one's the one where it's like, you get to play around. This is the one where you, you know what's going on. You know who the characters are and they're able to do more and have more fun with it. Well, you, you know what he's wanting, you know, you kind of know, like more of a story of, of who this guy is in, in, in a sense. Um, and obviously he's not going to be easily taken down. Like he's been shot multiple times and he's been stuck in the, was the, the neck with a, um, a coat, a coat hanger. I mean, he's fallen out of a top story house. Like, you know, been shot and he fell and he's still alive. He's been so, shot like, six. Times, times. <laughs> uh, and I mean, the dude's obviously not dying easily. So, oh, perfect! Right in the head. That noise, like it almost like it hit metal in his brain. I mean, let's just be honest, dude. That that closet was way overstuffed, and he should just left in. <laughs> And I also like how the medical center is like probably the size of, you know, (laughs) it looks like a very small medical center. And she's like, I can't hear you on this walkie talkie. 
<laughs> I like how in this they're ca- casually just blowing off like casually blowing off like Michael Myers something about age they say here in a second so yeah here we go he just said Michael Myers is still alive so like you just killed somebody Loomis And they look for him in every single backyard, every house. But the thing is, is like Loomis for really, oh, <laughs> um, Loomis really like I don't know. There's something about him understanding Michael more than anyone else. Kind of gives him this hero esque. So more so than anybody else in the story. If you look toward Loomis, he's the one that you're always looking for for like help you know what I mean yeah I mean he is you know the savior so 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 to speak now so is it Halloween kills picks up right after this correct well like you know yeah the flashback scenes in the in the the newer ones that were just recently released right Gotcha. Well, um, then, uh, well, the thing is, is that um, not after this exact one because the the new Halloween trilogy is made after the first. So, like, it was the first, right. and then it was forty years after that. So, it's not from Halloween two specifically. Two, but they do have the flashback to the Myers house, and then yeah, all that. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Done really well. I mean, I thought that was done very well, and the flashback scenes were were absolutely epic. I mean, I know we're getting sidetracked and talking about other Halloween movies, but I thought it was done so well, and I thought the the individual that played Loomis looked pretty spot on um, in in the flashback scenes on the newer ones. Oh yeah, I think that they may have digitally enhanced um, his face; like he was definitely a lookalike. And then they added some extra stuff to it as well, and it looked he looked just like Loomis. He really pulled it off. <clears throat> but just no one could ever. I'm glad they didn't bring like I don't know a Donald Pleasance back for for Halloween because Halloween the newest ones like the Halloween Halloween kills Halloween ends because yeah. um you know he you really can't replace Donald Pleasance as Loomis definitely can't. So going in a different direction, are you are you personally or do you like what they did with Halloween three, Season of the Witch? Do you like the how they kind of took a break of no Myers? You know, um what's what's your take on that? <clears throat> Here's the thing. I it's hard I do love it. I love Halloween three. Yep. I think that at the time I mean at the time people were pissed, but over the years, yeah. it's become so much more appreciated, and so many people do love that film, and I love the film, and I think it it was great for what it was. I agree. Um, I, I know that you know, in a perfect world, they would have continued on the Michael Myers saga, and that was season of the witch would have been a completely different film called yeah. season of the witch or something. You know what I mean? So, giving it that title, Halloween Three: Season of the Witch. I think it's what obviously really struck a nerve with a lot of people, and they're like, you know, Michael Myers. 
while he was technically in Halloween three, because yep. if you remember during the um, it was like at the bar they were the bar seeing, scene. Like, yep, yeah, yep. They, they saw him on TV. Um, so he does appear. So it's like an homage, but you know, I mean, obviously it was not the Michael Myers story. And the big thing is, is like, I think the reason being, and we all know that this was supposed to be a different Halloween film every single year. So the Michael Myers story was supposed to be Halloween. And then there was going to be another Halloween story, but people loved him so much. They had to make the second one. And I knew, um, going into it, um, John Carpenter did not really want to have anything to do with Halloween two. And like we had talked about earlier, um, whenever the movie started, he had to be convinced very heavily to even write the film. He didn't even want to write it. So to know that, you know, he was kind of losing that and he was kind of like disconnecting from the series. I think that they thought that after the second one, it was time to move on. To move on. And, um, I mean, obviously the, the public threw a riot. So that's why we got Halloween four <laughs> with Daniel Harris, which we love Daniel yeah. Harris. I do, do love her. And I, I like Halloween four as well. Um, but I guess I'm going to go ahead and give you my time, my, my, how I like the, um, the Halloween movies. And this is just my take on, on all of, I like, um, obviously, Halloween, th- this one we're watching now, as my all-time favorite. Um, <clears throat> and then the original first one. So it goes 2-1 for me. And then I'm going to bounce and say, probably going to get, get a little bit of smack for this, but I really like 2018 as my third. No, and man. I really enjoyed it. Really, really enjoyed it. Um, then it would probably be like Halloween 4 and 5. Then I also liked Halloween 6. I liked how that was really dark. Um, and then probably Halloween ends. I really enjoyed Halloween ends. I know a lot of people hated that. Um, Halloween Kills, H2O, Season of the Witch. Um, God, I don't. I hate incorporating them into this, but maybe Rob Zombie Halloween one, um, Rob Zombie two, and then Resurrection. Thank God, Resurrection's lost. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna go. I'm pulling up my letterbox here to, and just checking to see what I've rated all of them because I actually have done the official ranking. Y'all follow me on here. Um. Of the Halloween franchise, and I'm gonna look it up now. Obviously, my favorite is the first. I would give that easily, you know, it's a 10, obviously. Yep. Um, and then I'm gonna be really weird, and I'm gonna go, I would say Halloween, Halloween three. Okay, I, I respect that. Is that weird? Okay, no, I respect that. And then I would probably go Halloween 4. Nice. Halloween 2. Halloween 5. 
oh shit, I'm ranking the original um, run. I was like, I completely just left out the 2018, 2019. Now, don't get me wrong. Halloween Kills is definitely not near the top of the list. And you want to know what's crazy is that if you would have asked me six months ago where I kind of put, um, sorry, I'm like distracted because there just was boobs on the screen. Just boobs on me. <laughs> I, was, I was like, wait, what's going on here? Um, I actually paused it. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Halloween Ends was really low on the list for me. And I was like, man, I really do not like this at all. And then over time, I did watch it a second time and I've been thinking about it and it really kind of worked i don't know dude uh same thing when i first saw it when i first saw it i was like what did i just watch but then i watched it again and then i watched it another time and i watched it four times in like in a week Uh and every oh here we go turning it up (laughs) physically mentally and literally and 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 physically I mean, but guys, just get out. <laughs> like you're not stuck to this hot tub. Yeah, they're not busy though. You know, they were able to get to the hot tub. <laughs> Nothing's going on at the hospital at all. There's, there's four employees. Two of them are in the uh, hot tub. <laughs> nice butt crack scene right there by the dude. Yeah. Oh, she's sweating. This dude done. In like three, two, and one. Boom. Right now. Boom. Just watching Dick Warlock. It, you can really tell he is kind of a shorter shape because. Yeah. And there's something about, I don't know, for me, it's like if you want to cast a shape, you'd want to cast somebody it's like at least six to 200 and you know 60 270 pounds like stocky you know what i mean like powerful um and it's very funny because like and i think resurrection i'm trying to think of like how now i'm like questioning the shape size on each of these but again michael myers is considered the sixth one the trope of the sixth one was he is part of the cult he was made to kill so it doesn't really matter his size, I guess. He's still perfectly capable of just being a force of evil. And now he's just, you know, stroking that girl's hair. Just, just, and here we go. She's about to bite his fingers. You know they smell like ass, his hands, because he's been <laughs> killing people left and right. Hasn't been washing his hands. I think it's and what gets me the most, the fact that those hands, those are the hands of a killer. The hands of a killer. And she's just kissing him. Uh, and obviously, she's about to die. This Done. is my favorite. I Great scene, right favorite, there. Yeah, my favorite. Great. Character. Great shot of the mask, too, right there. Just very epic. I don't think 130 degrees is going to boil your skin off, but okay. I mean, it's beautiful, though. I, I do love it. Oh, just, it's perfectly done. I mean, her skin is peeling. Hey, oh yeah. It is just it is like wax. And Michael Myers' hands can't feel it. But here's the thing though, her face is feeling, but nothing <laughs> else is feeling like her hand, like her boobs weren't nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, see, uh, talking about the shape, 
I see this. I know Michael Myers. I like a bigger Michael Myers, but for some reason though, like I think this this size of Michael Myers didn't bother me because I think he moved so well. The thinner style of him, the warlock, I, even though that he's shorter, it didn't it didn't bother me. I thought he moved very creepy and very smoothly. Um, his mannerisms were just, I mean, just being on a simple side, creepy. Um, so, but size-wise, I think the Rob Zombies were just too big, too monstrous. I did not like, um, really? personally. I'm not saying that if anybody else did. Personally, I didn't like, but, um, I didn't mind the size of one the on on, on the, this this Halloween. I kind I kind of like the that kind of makes him. I think what you're trying to say is is that size doesn't always matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's the punch, man. What you got? <laughs> All right. What's the worst mask? Let's just get this out there. Oh God. Oh, it's very easy. Four. No, worse. There's a, there's a worse one out there. We've said it before. Oh, I too. Bro, Resurrection. Well, that is... I mean, it's almost like... Well, Resurrection almost was like... You could see the, the spray paint. It was almost kind of like painted. You know, it was, it was it was pretty bad. But the hair was awful. But... The eyebrows. See, man? The eyebrows were very dramatic. Um, But <laughs> Halloween 4. Halloween 4 is pretty bad mask. Do not care for that one. I'm trying. I'm, let me let me look up the fourth one again because I want to. It's been a probably at least like two years since I have seen the mask. Or or is it Halloween Five? I get confused. Halloween mask, movie mask. Maybe. Curse of Michael Myers isn't the best. I mean, it gets a little choppy after a while. I think that's because the thing about it is, is like the first. Okay, so we have Halloween, and Halloween Two, and they use the same mask. And by using the same mask, it obviously has that characteristic of your classic, you know, this is the shape. Then they went away and did three, come back with four. And guess what? Four did not have that original mask anymore. So they had to start reinventing the mask. They had to start having a company make the mask because this wasn't, okay. you know, obviously like, you know, Captain Kirk couldn't be going on because of possible. I don't know what, I don't know exactly why they didn't continue that Captain Kirk mask. I don't know if it's a legality what? thing or what, but the VFX people who were creating and the mask makers, they kind of, I mean, I want to say they dropped the ball just a little bit there in the middle, especially with resurrection. But now we're getting some solid Michael mask. I really do think so. I mean, see, okay. All right. So I get, all right. So Halloween five, it was almost like his hair was slicked back. It, it Halloween five did not do it for me. Oh, the it slick back hair. it's classic. Yep. Oh man, it was, did not do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> he was like <clears throat> a slick back. <laughs> um, then you had resurrection. Yeah, it was pretty terrible. Like Rob Zombies, the Rob Zombies Halloween Two. I hated it. Half ripped up. I did not care for it. But Halloween, like the Rob Zombie Halloween One mask, kind of like. Did not mind. It was kind of torn up. Was okay. But, yeah. I mean, obviously, 78 and 81's masks were epic. 
Um, 89. Whenever you see the mask. And I mean, the, the newest ones too, like, I think they aged it really well. Yeah. 89. Um, so that would be Halloween 5 was pretty terrible. 88 was not great. Um, oh, here's the scene. I remember this scene. So, uh, it oh, was, yeah. Was good. This is where she's, she's going to turn him around. And Doctor's dead. There it is. Just it's time for your injection. Right in the eyeball. Oh, she's horrified. Look at I love that. The shadow. Dude, that, it's epic. That is honestly one of the best shots the entire this I mean obviously the entire movie, but even the entire series. It really is. That I will agree with you on that, Tyler. Um very that that you could see half the mask and half and mm-hmm. and the shadow disappearing. Yes, that soft shape, lighting yeah. was just so subtle, and it was just like, oh my god, hell is breaking loose. And I love the little hedge twist after he kills her. Very iconic of Michael Myers or something. Get you know, little hedge twist. Oh, the ladies' lounge. Um, you know, the hallway always reminds me of the um the extras three. Have you seen that? Yes, love yes. that. That's yes. yes. I'm always waiting for that to happen. It does. Going to. <laughs> I never really thought of it, but it does. Could someone turn the damn lights on? <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta be kidding me. There's all these lights out in the hospital, and there's no one there. There's no charge nurse. There's no nurses. There's no. There's <laughs> just one person there. Mike, they're at like, the hot what? tub. What more do you want? <laughs> like, what is going on? Did they forget to pay the electric bill? <laughs> I mean, look how dark this hallway is, dude. Look how dark this hallway is. There, there's nothing. <laughs> Where are the patients? Where are the workers? Honestly, I, my favorite scene is a shot of the nurse's station, and there's just no one there. They're all just yeah. gone. They don't care. <laughs> they're just like, screw these people. Yeah, you know what else is kind of funny? It's like, okay, Jamie Lee Curtis's character, um, Lori Schrode, laying there. He, she's obviously been attacked, and the killer's possibly on the loose. Loomis has said so. And where mm-hmm. the hell is everyone? <laughs> There's no police guarding the, the, the door at all. Yeah. I'd love this, the look of the mask here. So epic. Here she is, just rolling down the hallway here. I love the walk. Slow walk. Myers. What does she see? It's so tired. She's gone. No, she's gone. Can't see. It's too dark. (laughs) (laughs) This is a great scene uh, shot as well. So you got Lori on the on the uh, camera, but or on the uh, security camera, and then you have shortly after. I think you have Myers walking down the hallway, which is really creepy. 
Yeah, I think I, I'm trying to remember exactly. There's this hallway has a lot of really, really cool shots in it. And even towards the end, I think, um, is when it really kind of picks up in the hallway. Those yeah. are some of my favorite ones. But the general setting of the hospital, I do like the the idea that they didn't really constrict it to like, oh, you know, Jamie Curtis is going to stay in her room until, you know, she's hunted. Then she's going to try to run away. She's yeah. actively trying to figure it out. And you kind of like see her, like her struggle going through this hospital. So it really kind of adds because you get, you get so many different angles and so many different floors and, you know, you get so much of this hospital. It definitely the hospital concept did not disappoint when they said, Hey, we're going to have this take place in a hospital. They meant they were going to do this in the hospital. The whole movie <laughs> pretty much. The whole movie, which like hospitals in general are somewhat creepy, you know what I mean? And this is plays yeah. a great part. Well, I think I've always been kind of curious what it would look like if they would have used the original concept for Halloween 2 that they had written, um, which of course was, you know, Laurie Strode going to college three years later. And in some alternate reality, maybe one day we'll see a version of that. Maybe they'll like reboot it again and say, oh, this is going to be Laurie Strode recasted and she's going to be going to yeah. college. But I'll be honest, I think people would absolutely hate that. And I don't know how I feel about that either. If they were just to like uh, recast yeah. Laurie and just like it, it would turn out like that Velma reboot they tried to do on HBO Max. That's oh, absolutely horrible. God. <laughs> so if they did, so and and, and honestly, Halloween will probably be rebooted in let's say five years, six years. Um I could see that. give or take. Like wh- are, what direction? Are they just gonna re start it all over again? Or are they gonna go from a a certain Halloween movie and go forward in a different time timeline? Wonder what they'll wonder what they'll do. The only timeline that really hasn't been explored too much is a prequel. Um, to the first, which would have looked at, I guess, Michael's childhood. That's something that we definitely, I, I personally wouldn't be excited about seeing really, unless it was done right. in some crazy, weird way that was somehow working. But, um, really, honestly, I, I can't think of any timeline that would, that would work and be original anymore because they've already done the thing where like, you know, 40 years after the first, and they couldn't do it like with another installment because that'd be weird. Like, oh well, you know, maybe they could do um, Daniel how Harris about, about, comes back. Maybe I was gonna say, how about Halloween H two O, where uh, Lori's son? I mean, I don't know if I'd be interested in seeing that either. I mean, it could work. I mean, it wouldn't be like my say definitely like, but then again, he is like in that timeline still alive when the main so if we think about it though in the main storyline of halloween like halloween halloween 2 especially they could really i think just go on what i'm trying to say is maybe they could base it off of the ending of two yeah and continue it that way but again that would be very similar to the the original series so i don't know how i feel about that yeah, I'm just, I, you know, one day they're going to do it. And more than likely, they're just going to, like, start fresh and, and, and from one. Well, if they reboot it, would you, like, 
for multiple movies or just one and done? So, you know, I would love to have multiple movies. I do love, I, I do get excited when I hear like Halloween coming out, but keep in mind, the big thing is, is we may see a Halloween film come out next. I, I would not be surprised if they didn't do this concept. They would make a movie that's based off Halloween that has nothing to do with any of the timelines that we'd ever seen. Do a complete reboot of the entire series. Halloween, just like the Rob Zombie one did. Yeah. But hopefully they do it in a way that's a lot better. <laughs> I mean, but no, uh, yeah, for sure. we're to the point where all of the legacy characters, I call them legacy characters, are the ones that we're so used to are now being killed off. And in the 2020s, like where we are today in horror, we're seeing a new generation of, you know, complete new storylines. Like, look at Scream. You know, we have, a, yep. we, we now officially have a Scream film without a Sydney. We now have a Halloween film with Laurie Strode's character coming to an end and really was kind of absent of Laurie Strode. There was not really a major showdown that was like, we were all waiting for So we're starting to see it already happen. And I think in the next two or three years, we're going to continue to see this. All the characters that we're used to seeing in the, you know, from the seventies, the eighties, the nineties, the early two thousands, they're not going to be there anymore. It's going to be completely new, fresh characters, new, fresh actors. Yeah. I, I mean, we're all meant right here. Boom. It slips in the blood. I love it. Out a little bit. I just love just how cover. red the blood is too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So here we and go. When did Michael Myers become a medical professional? He's I, able. I to, was just about to say that. He's like, able. How to, did he know? <laughs> he's able to stick a IV in an artery and just drain out the blood. He's able to inject um, medicines to people's skulls. Like, the dude has taught himself a lot. He taught himself how to drive, how to do medical procedures. Oh, yeah, honestly. And the one thing he can't do is he can't swim. Remember Halloween <laughs> 5, yeah. the opening scene? Five. <laughs> He's just like, goes over the sign and like the current just takes him. I'm like, if you want to kill Mike or Myers, let's think. Throw him in the river, yeah. you're done. You're done. <laughs> Very true. That's Very true. Weird. <clears throat> all right creepy scene here you know all the tires are there they've been slashed so she's running back into the hospital well-lit parking lot too i mean great well-lit entrance such, such a dark dark hospital i mean this hospital would definitely need some maintenance on it <laughs> it 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 looks like a hospital that should be in like a very sketchy city a very you know not a well-established area like Hattonfield, you know, <laughs> world world class, world class. So, <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, <laughs> and honestly, population of like maybe twenty-five people, and three of them work at the hospital. That's it. The hospital is just—I can't get over. There's no one here at the hospital. Like you think you go to a hospital now, midnight shift, you probably have ten nurses and probably one doctor continuously walking the floor. You can kind of see the wig here. Um, 
Jamie Lee Curtis's oh, yeah. character obviously was supposed to be this is supposed to be the same night. That's why it's so important to like put her in a wig to make her, you know, look a certain way. And it's now three years later when they're filming this V Think, and there there she goes. Uh oh. Oh, here's a oh man. The strength here. Look at that. He's been lower lifting. back and he's lifting her up. Oh yeah. With one hand. He's definitely behind the gym. Oh, there he <laughs> goes. Done. He doesn't have to run, but he'll always catch up. So, right. Jamie Curtis's character, it's so weird because they did such a good job, even though they had to make a little bit of like amends to the way she, her, her, she looked. She's supposed to be a 17-year-old girl here still, and she's obviously aged more. It's been three years since the original. And I know that the, um, the hair and makeup had to have some challenges with her character to make her look 17 still because she's in her mid-20s probably at this point. And I th- I have to admit, they just, they did do a great job with this. And it's something that I don't really, you don't really recognize. Like, it's something like people really don't think about when you sit, because you just think, oh, it's the same night. Especially if you pull like a double feature, it's like, okay, well, this is the same night. But um, to know yeah. that it, this came out several several years after the original one, it it really does kind of pull some weight they were able to duplicate um, so well what everybody looked like <laughs> three years earlier. No, yeah, I mean, well said. I mean, looking at her in this movie, she does look very young. And um, I thought they put together this movie as one one big night, the sa- or the same night, I should say, you know. Uh, Shut it back it to back. It well. Yeah. There he is. This is, this is creepy. Down he in the boiler room. Six times. I mean, here she is trying to get out of this little window. Great scene there with the red reflecting off his light, or his, all, the, the red light reflecting off his mask. I do oh, like the lighting in this one quite a bit. The lighting itself is really well done. Yeah. I don't know. Did Myers go through the window or did he find a door? Forgot. <sighs> There's that red lighting. Such, I guess, a, a creepy vibe. This builds. You know, of course, this is um, cinematography by Dean Cundy, which is very well known in the horror industry. And, um, I mean, beautifully done and that's really all you'd have to say about it. it's just i mean it's dean gundy this guy yeah so here we go how creepy is this dude walking at this creepy slow slow pace she's at the elevator just just trying to get out and he's this is epic coming closer and the elevator door just barely shuts Hand gets stuck. Most elevators would pop back open. There was a hand right there, but this one didn't. I think it could be funny if she would have pressed the button and the elevator door was like slowly closing and she barely made it out. And then he like hit the button to open it back up and it went <laughs> open back up. And she's, like, ah! she's like hits it again and then it closes again and it opens <laughs> the whole thing where it keeps going back and forth. So she's out in the parking lot now. She's escaped to, to a point. And 
there is no noise. There's no sound. She's getting into this car to hide, which I think it's another pretty cool, like camera shot view of, of, of where she's at in the car. Like kind of peeping out, looking through the windshield of the car from the inside, you know, And there's just no one at this hospital. Oh, she just did like, back out. She's going back down. Yep. And there we go. We're back downtown now. Back down. Yes. Back downtown. And this beautiful shots, the street edge love the way Dean Cundy really photographed oh, down. Like he such beautiful capture of like Midwestern town for like it to be California. Yeah. It, it's, it's done. It's done well. Oh, here we go. We're going to hear some knowledge. Find from... out. <laughs> We're going to get insider knowledge. This is his sister. The Druids. <laughs> Two thousand years later. Dude, just Loomis's voice. And I really want him to tell me a um, campfire story. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Do you know this area well? A little bit. He just cracks me up. So, pr pretty awesome scene in this this car ride, though. Um, I mean, Loomis just found out that Lori Strode is Michael Myers's brother slash sister. I mean, they're related. I mean, so. And this shoots the freaking window. <laughs> and I mean, I, I'm okay with that storyline. You know, they, they could have done a million different things. And the fact they revealed that really, I mean, that's really the only way you can make the connection strong enough to warrant hunting her down for all the years. Yeah. I agree. I love, I love this storyline. I think this is the best storyline, brother and sister. And why he's so obsessed of, of, of killing her. I really dig this scene too. He basically knocked out. 
Yeah, his body's an absolute shock. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Just passes out. Oh yeah, and that always that always gets me between like, is it goofy or is it absolutely terrifying? Because just to know that your killer is inside those doors waiting to come out or looking for you, and it could be anywhere on the corner. He passes yeah. out and ends up on the steering wheel. <laughs> he just starts honking the horn, oh. which is the worst thing you could possibly ever imagine doing. And how unlucky is she? She picks the car that he picked, like to. I mean, that's his, that's his vehicle. I mean, poor Lori. Now she's just laying in the middle of it. I mean, you probably got to do something now. Was it? And she can't scream, right? Loomis is, yep. Loomis pulls up with the police officer and, and the one chick. Where am I going to leave? Just. Set my job. <laughs> That's what Mike says going into work every day. <laughs> hey, fuck <laughs> it. Just got to lose. So, like, I have a little problem with that. Like, why aren't you screaming, you know, when you see him first get out? And I mean, well, Loomis does have. <sighs> That connection between Loomis and Myers would that would have been the most appropriate time to really gain his assistance in this, obviously, because he has the gun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then suddenly uh, you can just get up and walk full force. <laughs> exactly. You you're you're just you're fine. You can get up and walk and run. I mean walk, jog, run. Great scene right there. Yeah. Again, the beautiful, the beautiful shot of the mask. There's some really great yeah. mask footage. I agree 100%. I think there's so many well shot scenes. And this creepy walk up to her when she's banging on the door to get in. For, now the hospital's locked for some reason, but they were just, the doors were wide open. But <laughs> I mean, <laughs> all of a sudden they're, all of a sudden the doors are just locked. Fuck, the hospital is shut down now. Yeah. God forbid if there was something, I don't know, maybe like an emergency that happened. Emergency, yeah. <laughs> You're going to lock the doors. So here, here's an epic scene. He just walks through these. Fucking doors. <laughs> I love that, dude. I was waiting I mean, for that scene. Yes. Michael Myers just full fledged walks straight through those. I doors. mean, and he didn't run. He just kind of put his head down and walked. Yeah, he just went straight on through. And, you know, the best thing that could have happened, honestly, was whenever Michael gets shot by Loomis and he collapses on the ground yet again for the second time, which we should all know is definitely not going to be his end because he shot him six times. Times. <laughs> we, the best thing that could have happened is somebody like turns the corner and walks in right after and says, I'm just here to pick up my prescriptions. <laughs> <laughs> Only if that would have happened. That would have been great. That would have <laughs> I mean, I would shoot him six more times. Shoot him right in the head right now. Just end it. Don't get too close. Yeah. Okay. Well, an idiot. 
He's done. Oh, done. Oh, here I love the score right here. Oh. So I mean, he, goosebumps. I mean, he, he's he's basically risen from the dead again. All right, after getting shot multiple more times, he's on the prowl. Hospital, pitch black, dark, still, damn lights. There's no n- no lights on. <laughs> I mean, I can't get over it. Like that's my only downfall of this movie, but it does make it creepier. Yeah, I I could not see a thing here. Okay, there we go. Loomis Laurie is on the move, and so is Myers. And we all know he can walk through doors now, so I don't know what the point of locking the door is. (laughs) (laughs) So now they've locked themselves into probably like a operating room, a surgery room of some sorts or, or medical like supply room. One of like, I, I forgot what it, I think there's a bit. Yeah, no. So there's a bed in there, maybe a surgery room. Yeah. So it could be maybe, like, maybe like the morgue too. Cause they, they was like autopsy rooms next to the morgue. So but it does have a very operating room esque. Yeah. It could be. Yeah, okay. There we things. go. Straight on through. You know what would have been a great ending to um, Halloween Ends or, you know, even like Halloween 2 if you want to really end the series there. They should have got Myers and strapped him in to like an operating room on like one of those like papoose board things and then like just started like slicing him up. That would have been pretty pretty awesome. Love this scene here. Little, Little tiny window looking into the operating room and you have him just beating on the door. There it is. There's the... I mean, busting through. If I'm not mistaken, I, mean, I remember watching a, um, a bonus feature or something about that. And the door, Dick Warlock was trying to bust through the door and they had, he could never do it because it was such a thick door. Hmm. And they had yeah. to continue to make the door thinner and thinner. If I'm not mistaken, I may be like misquoting that, but I, I swear I watched something that's like, you know, they had to redo that door like three times until it really? was thin enough for him to go through. Yeah. I did not know that. So the aim of Lori right here is absolutely sharpshooter because she's. But yeah, dude, right, I love this the, um, door behind him. You see how thin that is? It's not like a typical door. I can see that now. Yeah. Boom! 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 Right in the yeah, eye. Look at that! Right in the eye. And then when the eyes start bleeding down the mask, there's a lot of masks like that have copycat that with the blood pouring down which is scream great and then when he starts swinging with his like blinded eyes so you think about this this dude was shot in the head twice and is still swinging yeah not to mention the eyes which is like Which Loomis is always, you know, there to save the day very cleverly with um, yeah. up the oxygen tanks. I mean, 
still alive. Bullets are in the brain. In his head. Lori's turning on more. Yeah, I think this. Sound of this little knife at Myers' house is sounds like a a ninja sword. <laughs> I love what he's swinging. It's like it's like. You would think he has like an actual like machete. Yeah, he really would. He's out the door, running down the hallway. There goes Loomis. He's Loomis. Just blowing the place up. Boom. Loomis, like we're all going down together. And it has been about two or three years since I've seen this last. Because I do pop it in, you know, every now and then, um, getting a hankering to watch it. And I have to say, this time watching it through this lens um, with you, it really I'm, I'm I'm noticing a lot of really really great stuff with the mask, um, Myers yep. himself, like really cool shots, like the guys walking out. And if you see there, that's actually a fire suit. That's Simon Myers. He's wearing a full. Yeah. Fl- like fire suit and it was just tell. like yeah yeah it was just like are we supposed to believe that smires because you can very clearly tell that that's a guy in a fireproof suit <laughs> literally wearing gloves too so yeah like, my yeah but, but again still, it's still a cool concept to think like you know the, the shape gets so many like great screen time moments honestly i think that this is the moment where it's like he became the star over laurie was the fact that he gets all these like cool moments. The shots are very memorable. Um, the kills are great, and um, you really don't need a lot of Lori in this. You, you, I know. I mean, well, like I said, well, well said on that. Like the whole point of this movie is, I think this, I think this is the movie that gives the star villain the name. I mean, Michael Myers. I think this is where he stands out, and. There's so many beautifully done, like well shot scenes. Um, the mask is, is I guess, the same mask as the first one, but just more, you know, weathered. You know, so it's God. This is just so such an epic film, such an epic film. Oh, for sure. Help it into the ambulance. Where were they um, last night? <laughs> <laughs> Ambulance with like kind of a neon green. Don't really. And the ambulance is taking her from the hospital back to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, to uh, what other hospital there? I think Haddonfield's a big area, I guess. So, a lot of fog smoke, I guess, from it's the hospital. It's the loading back to John Carpenter's The Fog. <laughs> there she is. Mr. Sandman plays. Mr. Animal Sandman. Butt. A little bit more appropriate mm-hmm. for, um, you know, Freddy Krueger, in my opinion, but it works. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's still burning. The hospitals, but they they are they're allowing Michael Myers to burn. Exactly, and they're also just like allowing the hospital to completely with other patients probably in there. Yeah, <laughs> I guess they, burn no, to the nobody ground. Nobody else are rushing to get out. Is no one? Where are the babies at? Where are those babies? <laughs> <laughs> they're still in the hot tub. Everybody's <laughs> in the hot tub. <laughs> 
Oh, oh yeah. my god. And the so, credits roll as Mr. Sandman plays. And Dana so, Carvey is an assistant, which I think is really interesting. Carvey. Dana Carvey, yeah. the Dana Carvey's in this. Bill Warlock is Craig. Who was Craig in this film? Hey, look, Patrolman number three is Dick Warlock, so they have multi-uses for him. And then you look here, the stunts as they roll, um, a lot of the characters actually did do their own stunts. Um, I know Jamie Lee Curtis did a couple of her own stunts. Dick Warlock did all of his own stunts. So they do have a lot of, I'm, I'm assuming that was probably the fire was the stunt. Has to be. <clears throat> but yeah, for sure. So what is your overall reaction to this rewatch? Um, each time I just appreciate it more, to be honest with you. Um, I people, does, I guess the question is, does does it lose, lose its touch? To me, no. I just appreciate this every time I watch it more. Like, yeah, I can now somewhat, like, make fun of the film because it's like, I guess where I'm getting older, it, it gets cheesier. But no, it doesn't. It, it just keeps the, the fear, the appreciation. I guess I appreciate it more every time I watch it. I feel that. And, you know, where I was uh, maybe eight or nine years old when I first saw, saw this movie, um, it terrified me. You know, it really terrified me. Um, and like I said, now I appreciate the, the scenes, the, the, like the, the beautifully shot with like the red light in this, like, I appreciate that even more. I guess I, it, it, I, it's so epic and it's, it, I, I see that and, um, where I'm older, I can pinpoint, pick those, those images out and just, I love it. How about you? Yeah, I mean, like, where you can identify the things that actually scared you as a kid. Like, when you're a kid, you're like, oh, this is scaring the hell out of me. And I don't know why exactly, but I'm, I'm terrified. You know, this is absolutely yeah. insane. And then when you're older, you can say, oh, wow, this is actually, there are some really, like, interesting moments to this. And I think, you know, you're absolutely right when it comes, a lot of people will say Halloween is the best one. And I understand why, I mean, I would still say that. And the reason I say that's because Halloween was the leader Halloween was the one that kind of changed um, a horror subgenre of slasher. It was the first one officially. Um, they had so many interesting things um, about the film that was on set, but this one is a much more well-developed story. Like this, like Halloween two is like like it's in its element. It really yeah shines, and we get so much. We get a better Michael, honestly. And in yes. the first movie, we have to be honest, like. Michael was kind of lacking like Michael wasn't really in it a lot like there are scenes and you do see some killings but they're not near to the level as the second one they really step they really sit down and was like you know we're going to step this up it's going to be like yeah. a lot more killings a lot more um, a lot more Michael and a lot more Michael in a way that's like creepier with the with the way we do the angles with the way we do the lighting and they like they knocked it out in a variety of kills too like we see Michael oh, yeah. acting you know killing people in many, many different ways. So it's not, it never like goes stale. You know what I mean? It's never like, Oh my God, here we go again. Another killing. But, um, Agreed. yeah, I mean, that's, it, it's much, it is in a way a better film. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I think you get a, a creepier Michael and you get more of a Michael. Um, 
And I love how the even though it was a three year difference, it's it's like the technology or maybe not even the technology, just the the, the resources. The, yes, very yes. And um it was a huge difference to make it to me the overall best Halloween movie in general of, I mean, of this timeline, which is my favorite timeline. I love Halloween one and two. It's over this, this it's done. Michael's dead. Like this, this is over. I love this timeline. Oh yeah, it definitely, it definitely works. And whenever I think of the series Halloween, that's honestly what I think about. I think about Halloween, Halloween two. And I mean, going on in, you know, Halloween four, five, I mean, kind of six, I guess, but four and five. Yeah. That's a pretty interesting storyline for different reasons. It's a very different Halloween than these. This is your standard slasher Halloween that's been tried and true. Um, It's the one that's held up and a lot of people still helm as the best and will probably always be known as the best. It was the one that did it first. Yeah, um, it's the most original in terms of the the series, and then obviously as it continually gets reinvented, they find new ways and interesting ways to incorporate Michael. But it's just kind of imitating what had already been done. And honestly, after two, after watching Halloween two, it he kind of did everything. You know, everything. Yeah, but there's not really much more you can do with Michael. Put him. You know, I I can think of maybe send Michael to space. Yeah. <laughs> send Michael to space. I mean, that'd be hilarious. Send send him to space. I mean, like <laughs> they they've tried it all, but this one takes takes the trophy for me for for Michael as the figure, the shape. Michael as the stalker. Michael as the slash, the killer. Um, and even Michael as like as, like his his the kills. Um. You know, the powerful, like he walked through a fucking door, you know, like with, he didn't even run. He walked through a fucking door. He walks, um, doesn't brace himself, just straight no, up walks. Just casually walks through a door. Um, the the kill where he lifts the nurse from, from killing her from behind, the strength there. Um, and those are, those are, those are images of, that will always be implanted in my head, like of how strong and how iconic Michael Myers is uh, as, as the shape. And um, Mm -hmm. like I said, my favorite timeline one, two, it's over. Doesn't need to drag it out anymore. There doesn't need to be any more story to it. He was a sick, twisted, um, psychotic serial killer. And now he's dead. It, it, it's over. He he was blown up. They Cut shot him six, six times. times. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I love uh, it. What I had a great time watching it. And anybody listening that stuck it out with us, we love you. We appreciate you listening as well. And um, it's a great time. We'll have to do some more of these sometime. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we'll definitely have to do more. Maybe the next one we'll have to do the the worst. Yes. Yeah, I think we need to get lax <laughs> on that. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, I can't wait. That one, that's gonna be a good one. That's gonna be a good one. We have some great content, guys, coming up. Um, next, um, whenever Chris gets back, we're gonna be doing vampire episode, um, which I think is gonna be a lot of fun. And yes. a little hint, we may see some more carpenter in that vampire episode. 
Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> All <laughs> right, guys. We'll appreciate you listening. Peace out. We'll see you later. Peace out, guys. Love y'all. Go home!